Welcome back to another edition of the Destination Polaris podcast. Jared, what's up? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It is the fall, which for us means we are go, go, go. People often ask when we film the show and how we decide and where we go and things like that. And I say the fall. And they're like, really? And I was like, yes, because if you don't film in the fall... You're out of luck for filming anywhere in the Northwest or the East Coast for basically until the rest of the year. And since our show always launches in April, we can't wait until it gets green again in March or May, June, whenever it decides to get green again. And the fact that we live in Minnesota, we know this full well that like if you don't get anything done outdoors when it's this is the pretty time. Right. Exactly. Well, right. It's not only is the weather perfect for riding, so it's not too cool, not too hot, but it's beautiful. So, I mean, it's ideal, and that's why we're cramming it all in. Can I add one more to that list? Sure. No bugs. No bugs. No bugs. That helps. Like, in the fall, you're 100% right. The weather days are usually mild, so it might be chilly in the morning, but it warms up. So, you're mm-hmm. just wearing layers. No big deal. Like, this morning was 45, you know? Yeah. Okay. A little chilly, but I'm but, still still wearing shorts and t-shirts today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. And then, uh, it's supposed to be 70 by the end of the day. But yep. that's a typical ride day in the fall. It's like maybe a jacket in the morning, some gloves, and then... You ditch those by lunchtime and then you're on your way. But as pretty as all get up everywhere and there are no bugs and typically no one out because everyone's gone back to school. Right. So, that helps too. It's not like the summer rush or like holidays or anything like that. It's it's fairly quiet. Super quiet. Super quiet. Super quiet. So we are like literally in the throes of our busiest time of the year. You are going to Pennsylvania. Yep. The following week, I'm going to Idaho. Yeah. The following week, you're going to Maine. Yeah. And the following week, I'm going to Oregon. Yeah, we're going coast to coast, uh, literally covering the entire country yes. in the next four weeks. Four weeks. Which is which is a lot um, because we also have to write the shows when we get back. Obviously, there's a lot of writing and editing that gets done too. So that's a lot of work. It's not just going there. And, and filming it, it's, you know, all the stuff that happens after that. So to do four and four weeks is intense. Right. I was on the phone with somebody yesterday and like, man, that sounds like it's so much fun. And I was like, if you were sitting in my office right now, <laughs> all you would see was expense reports yeah. and like all the phone calls I'm making today to make sure that the trips are planned and set up. Yep. And then if you went to my house right now, you'd see a, a filthy truck and a filthy razor. That's okay. But I do have to like, like clean, you know, like get them prepped and stuff like that. Cause last week we were in Northern Minnesota filmed all week long Yep, and then jumped on a plane and went to the sand show and came back and I was like, Oh, everything's still dirty and a mess. <laughs> so that's <laughs> my week this week before I take off and go the next week. Right. I know. I know. It sounds terrible. Yeah. Sounds terrible, but it is part of the job, I guess. So, um, but yes, so your Pittsburgh shoot is up first. So, yeah. um, we haven't been to Pittsburgh and I know this cause I was, the last time I was there. And I want to say 10 years and people were like, why are you going to Pittsburgh? To be honest, I kind of said the same thing, (laughs) but I've never, I've never been to Pittsburgh. And so it's kind of like, I just don't know what to expect, I guess. And it's not the first place you think of when you think of off-roading. Not the first place you think of off-roading because there is more riding in maybe central Pennsylvania. Yep. However, there are some cool places for people who live in uh, Pittsburgh, Ohio, and everything right around that area. And because there maybe isn't as much public riding, you have ride parks. Yes. And that's something that I've never really explored before. So ride parks are totally new to me. Um, I mean, it's, you know, it's different in every state. Basically, it's it's just a set aside area 
privately owned where people can ride right. off-road because there may not be as many opportunities public lands. Yeah. Um, so we're hitting three different ride parks in three days. Be We'll be all over the map for that as well, but all within an hour of Pittsburgh. Um, which is nice and convenient for people, you know, live in the city and uh, totally. drive an hour off road. Totally, and Doesn't I bet for bad. most people, maybe didn't even know there were three ride parks right in that area. You know what's crazy is a couple of the ride park owners didn't even know of these other ride parks. <laughs> I'm like, what? How's that even possible? But you're right. I think people just aren't aware, you know, that there's stuff that convenient to um, Pittsburgh proper. So we are going to a place called Four Seasons Park that's um, kind of like resorty and uh, offers like camping and stuff. People can stay right on right. the property there. So very excited for that. That's day one. Day two, we're going to Mines and Meadows. You've been there before, right? Right. Many and years ago. And I want ago. to talk about Mines and Meadows when you're done going through the list of places. Okay. Yes, yes. And then uh, the third place we're going to go is called Renegade Ridge. I think that one's just like a little bit more basic in terms of what they provide. I mean, it's pretty much just riding. Yes, yes. And that's the cool part about all of these places if you're, say, new to the sport, right? A ride park is a great place to go yeah. to get used to your machine, maybe get used to how to ride the trails and things like that. Because you don't really have to worry about getting lost. Right. These are all looped or trail Or am I going to end up somewhere where I'm not supposed to be or dangerous trail or right. whatever it's if pretty user friendly like, in the middle of nowhere yeah. no you're in the ride park yeah and so um we, like i said we rode in a ride park in northern minnesota last week and it was just all couldn't realize how fast we got from one end to the other or just like let's go here like where's it go well they all just kind of loop back around together at some point or another so if you had some issues or had some troubles you could literally just walk down the trail to right. the connector trail you're probably going to bump into somebody someone. at some point to help you out versus like just take off in the wilderness and go where you're not going to see anybody so they that's what i like about them and i know being in the pittsburgh area it is close to west virginia and hatfield and the trail system is out there and everyone sort of gravitates to going there right but it's big and if you don't know and you don't get around and they have hundreds of miles of trails like i'm gonna go there but tackling these small places can offer something that's fun for the day and easy and you can go back to your car if you guys want to have lunch or whatever and so that's what i like about doing this and we've never done three parks in three days first time it'll be uh it'll be i mean honestly when you're talking about filming and, and staying and moving on the gear and stuff it'll be a lot but it'll be great to cover so much ground and get three totally different experiences in that short amount of time and you mentioned mines and meadows and the cool thing about mines and meadows is they offer underground riding that is wild right you've been there right yes okay okay yes. it's not extensive but the fact that you get to ride underground you just don't that's just not normal yeah totally right super unique super unique yeah i it'll be and i think for some people, that might be a little scary or claustrophobic. I luckily, I'm not one of those people. But, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. That's probably, you know, the one that piques my interest the most just off the off the cuff. So, very excited for that. But then you're headed to Idaho. I am. And, again, like I said on the last episode, a little envious. How, you've not been to Idaho? Have you been? I've been to Idaho. I've never been to Coeur d'Alene. Oh. And people have all, I've all, Coeur d'Alene, go see Coeur d'Alene. 
I've just never really had the opportunity to go. But I'll send you photos. Uh, oh, that's kind of you. <laughs> I'll send you photos. Yeah, bottle up some sand or See, whatever. I am nice. <laughs> well, what's the plan for that ride? That's a great question. We are still working that out. Okay. A little bit. Not fully. We're going to go up to Priest Lake, which is north of Coeur d'Alene. Let me get on a map here. You're going to make me work. I think we're talking here. <laughs> well, um, you can two birds, one stone. You're planning totally, your trip now, too. Totally, totally. Uh, we're going to go to Priest Lake, which is straight north of Coeur d'Alene. And I'm going to look here real fast to see exactly how far it is. But two hours, right? So two hours north of Coeur d'Alene. It's not too far. You can still make that a day trip. And that is right on the lake. So we're going to ride up and around the lake. Whoa. You're in Idaho. It's way western Idaho. You're almost on the border of Washington. But if you're looking at a map, you can just go directly north and you'll ride right into Priest Lake. So I'm sure the views and the vistas up in that area will be phenomenal. Our second day is... Uh, I believe Gold Creek Lodge or something like that, where you can actually ride up to the lodge and have lunch and oh, things like that. Awesome. That's like always that. great. Yeah. Something that's a little more remote and you can find something like that where it's like home base, go out riding, come back, have some pizza or something like that at the lodge and then go out and do some more riding. And then our final day is riding with Polaris Adventures and we're going to be east of Coeur d'Alene, two hours. So I'm going to match you as far as right, driving places. <laughs> there you go, yep. <laughs> from place to place. The, the difference between Priest Lake and Avery is like four hours. So that's fun. <laughs> uh, and th- we're riding with Polaris Adventures that day. And that, I've been promised, is one of the most spectacular rides because it's just, you just there's, when I was talking to him, I think yesterday, he was just saying, he's like, dude, the views are just phenomenal. You're going to, like, we're not going to have enough time in the day. Right, you right. Because he was like, if we ride from the shop and we send we send everybody out to Avery and back, it's about an 80-mile loop. And I was like, can we drive to Avery and start from there? Right, right. Can we just start and not do the <laughs> loop and start on we one start end? start Avery. So we're going to start there. But all of that happens, obviously, in the in the western part of Idaho near Coeur d'Alene. So if you're going there, you fly into Spokane, drive over to Coeur d'Alene and hang out. So I'm actually going a day early. I'll see milking it. I'm actually going one day early. That sounds awesome. And I'm going to play golf. Oh, God. Perks of the gig. I'm going to go one day early and play golf with Ian at full throttle battery because there's a golf course there that has an island green on hole number 14. I've seen that. I have seen, like, yes. Yes. Pictures and videos. And as someone who likes to play golf and probably not having to go back to Coeur d'Alene anytime soon. The right. chance I'm going to go out go. early. Yes. It. Yes. So, um, I will be, uh, skipping some kid baseball games that day to go play golf, but, uh, <laughs> they'll, they won't, they won't remember. And I'll remember playing golf there that day. There you so go. yes, yes, yes. But you, you've, you've gone earlier, stayed late on a few trips as oh, well yeah. to do oh, some yeah, things I'm like not, that. You know, Yep, yep. Oh, Liz, she gets really quiet now. The more you yeah, get to do quiet. that, the more I get to do that. Yeah. So you go well, ahead, golf it up. Yes, yes. Taking advantage of, uh, not taking advantage, or just take the opportunities. Yeah, of course. To, I mean, you're, you're already out there. there. And... Yes. So we got early. So that should be an awesome trip. Haven't filmed in Idaho in a number of years. I'm not sure totally why, because it is spectacular all the time. Yeah. And that's just that location. We've filmed in other locations near the Sawtooth Mountains and Stanley and some other locations out in that area. And it's just phenomenal is just like it, it is not the easiest state to get to in terms of writing but if you can it is dynamic 
it's a dynamic. So it's we start place. off with you going to Pittsburgh. Yep. The following week, I am in Idaho, and then you are going <laughs> to Maine. Yes. So the following week, back out east, northeast, which is, again, unique, but we are going up, I mean, right near the Canadian border, which will be remote, fly into Portland, Maine, and then drive up. Um, I think it's over three hours. And we don't have the full plan uh, charted out there. We'll be riding with Players Adventures for a day. We'll be riding with the local dealer for a couple days. But mostly it's just going to be about the fall views. I mean, Maine in the fall, Maine in October is going to be just spectacular. It is going to be phenomenal. When I was talking to the on the phone yesterday with the dealership, we were talking about the ride. Um, they're like, so, okay, we, we can take you to this destination, this destination. But last time you guys were here, you guys did a lobster boil on the beach. Are we going to do that again? Do we want to do that again? And I was like, can we do that again? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> and they're like, I mean, okay, we'll, we'll come up with some ideas. We'll come sweet. up with some ideas. Yes. Because where you guys are going is inland. It's when you think of Maine, the coast, the lighthouses and stuff like that. But this is a different part of Maine. You guys are just going to be like south of New Brunswick, I think, over and that, like way over there. I mean, not that far. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be inland and it's going to be remote, which is fun. I mean, we're doing this to, to have adventure. It'll be completely different than the Pittsburgh trip because that's like more of like that urban feel. We're going to be so close to the city and this will be just completely opposite getting super far out there. But like I said, I've never been to Maine. So to see Maine in the fall is going to be super awesome and, you know, make my job a little easier when, right. it's, when it's a beautiful place it's easy to to make it fun and, and look cool. Yes. So, so the area awesome. that you guys are going to go into is a place called Shinpan Village for those people that have been in that part of Maine, which I can't imagine a ton of people have. It's super remote. But it is just a little east of New Brunswick. And, uh, I mean, if you're staring at a map and you're looking at Shinpan Village, you see more of Canada than you do the U.S. Right. It's kind of, yeah. <laughs> right. You're basically in Canada. Right. I mean, I mean, you're almost directly east of Quebec City. Um, it, it's this way jet up part there of Maine. So it should be cool. They just, here's what's really cool about it, Alexa, is they just built a new trail system up there that connects Shinpan Village from the Players Adventures location all the way to Holston, which is where the dealership is located. Okay. So 70 miles in between, you can run that new stretch of trails up there. And I, lately on the last few shoots, I don't know if this happened to you, but you hear more and more trail systems being opened up or built for off-road riders. I don't know if it's just been the last couple of years or what's going on, but certainly when we were up in uh, northern Minnesota last week, mm -hmm. there were all this talk of bridges connecting trails and places. Shoot, we rode over a bridge that was almost 200 feet off the ground that connects trail systems wow. up there, right? And it was just like, oh, so we got out of the off-road park. We rode to a new trail system that connected to a different one. And they're like, yeah, by the time we're all done with this and if we can get some more bridges in place, you're talking four or 500 miles of trails. Yeah, it was it was a similar thing when we were down in Western Virginia uh, last year, where they were opening trails that like, or or just expanding trails to make sure that they can connect these towns because they're um, uh, off road friendly, you know, even in town. So it's fun to see new things open up and get you get new experiences with that because then you can actually have those destinations like that. That's oh, for sure, at. absolutely, absolutely. I I uh, I mentioned our lobster boil on the beach last time we were there because so many people have seen that and oh. they're like yes yeah yes 
but I mean, it was it's such a funny story because the guys we were with were an ATV club. They were from, uh, I like to do the voice. They were from down East Maine. Yeah, right? <laughs> sure. And they were like, they said to me in the afternoon, how many lobsters you want? Right. And I was like, <laughs> have you ever, have you ever that question? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, just tell me, we need to know how many lobsters you want. You want two lobsters? You want three lobsters? Just tell me how many you want. Right. And so the guy was so funny because down East Maine is the uh, most Western point of the U.S. And so they get the sunrise first. You mean Eastern? Eastern. Sorry. Yes. Eastern. What time of day is it right now? How <laughs> <laughs> much coffee yeah. you had? Yeah, none. You get a coffee Just check water. Yeah. Yeah. Easternmost point in the U.S. And so they get the sunrise first. And cool. he was so funny about that because he took us to the beach and he goes, all right, here's where the sunrise comes up first every day. Such so, yeah. <laughs> Right here is where if you lived here, you get the sunrise first every day, and then we share it with the rest of the country. When <laughs> we're pass, done with the sunrise, yeah, the rest we of share us it with the rest it. of the country. It's like when I'm in the when I'm in the morning and I'm reading the paper. When I'm done with it, I share it with my wife. That's funny. Right? So I get it first, and then I give it to her. That's what we do with the sunrise. You're welcome. That is hilarious. Little known fact. Yes, little known fact. So you might get some good accents while you're up there in really northern Maine. Bring it Um, on. I want all the culture. Your first trip to Maine. Yes, correct. For the show or otherwise. Otherwise. Yeah, it's one of the only states I've never been to. Right. How many states do you have left on your not been to list? Eight, but they're all in the Northeast. And so Pennsylvania and Maine. That's two of them. Are you kidding? Yeah. Nice. No, No, not kidding. Yeah. So I'm knocking two of them off here. What's left on your list? Everything in the Northeast. Really? So Vermont, New Hampshire, Connecticut, and Hawaii. Okay. And then I'd have Maine and, oh, Rhode Island. Yep. So literally just that little pocket in the we, Northeast. We did a ride a few years ago where we went to three of those states in three days. That's cool. Yes. Well, and you just forget how actually small they are. Yes. Until you look at them on the map, you're like, oh. We did Maine, New Hampshire, and Vermont. In three rides in three different states in three different days. Cool. And that was a lot of fun. But it was sort of similar to you where I was like, I'm going to knock off three states that I haven't been to. Right. There you go. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Very efficient. Because I've done all 50 now. Nice. Yes. Yes. Done all 50 states and almost every province at this point in time. That's that's awesome. Yes. 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 So it's a good way. It's a good way to do do it. it. Yes. Yes. So your last trip then, or our last trip of this kind of four-week stint is... In Oregon? Yeah. yeah. Sweet. So I was just thinking these are all happening in October, but your la- your first one's in the last month of September. Yeah, yeah, Great. yeah. Yeah, so back to Oregon. I wouldn't say back to Oregon because we just don't go to Oregon that often. Yeah. You were at uh, the Oregon Dunes. Coos Bay. Coos Bay area, which was awesome. It's a big state. I mean, yes. a lot of riding. I did Bend, Oregon a few years ago, and that was one of the best places I've ever been riding. Cool. It was phenomenal. It was because you could, the variety, when people say, oh, it's got variety, we got rock crawling and trails. I'm like, no, no. Bend is like, you have mountain riding, you have volcanic riding, yeah. you have desert riding, you have forest, you have like all four different types of riding that you can almost knock off in one day. And it's just like, there's no place like that where it's just literally we rode, there was a, a lava tube that was 12 or 14 miles long. That's just at about a quarter mile wide 
that they had cut a path through and yeah. we rode back and forth on that little quarter mile <laughs> <laughs> stretch for this is cool. half a day to film a, like a, a segment right, right. there because I was like, get it. it's totally. so well, unique. when else do you get to ride on lava? Exactly. Right. I mean, like you're in the States. We did, we were in Utah last year and we did some lava. I mean, I'm not surprised how many places have lava. Right. That you just, you you just don't think, think about, about it. it. Right. Like yeah. all this lava in central Utah that we rode around. So um, we're still working on the details of that, but it's going to be Bend or Southern Oregon. And uh, we're working with the guys from Rugged on that particular shoot. Oh, the and, guys from Rugged are going. Yeah. Cool. Well, Steve Bouchard from Rugged is um, a native. A native. Of Oregon, so he will. Uh, he's kind of helping set up and guide us in that area. So I'm sure he's gonna have some very adventurous days in oh, yeah. Oregon. Oh, so he he is well. Um, he's just wild. He's a wild guy. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it'll be yeah. fun. Yeah. I know I, that. I saw him at Sancho, and I was like, "Hey, we're gonna go to Oregon." His eyes were like, <laughs> "Yep." <laughs> he's like, he's on it." Win, and I. So we worked out a, a, a date, which is why we just talked about like a Booked day it. or two ago and uh so we figured out what we're gonna do yet and then so yeah i don't know if we've ever had a stretch where we've done four weeks in a row here of rides well it's it's about to go down it's about to go down it's about to go down i love it and i am like i said i'm so excited covering some new territory gonna see a lot of different very diverse riding situations and that's what we want to show we want you know to show the uh, different options that are out there and the different adventures to be had. You're quickly becoming experts. Yeah. Have you okay. got have people start asking, hey, where can I go riding? And you're like, well, I've been a few places. Totally. But- well, it's it's funny now when people ask, like, you know, where's the favorite place you've ever been? And, you know, I had only off-roaded in a couple places when we started the show. And so now I, like, have this big list. And, like, I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I went there. Oh, yeah, I forgot about being there. And I forgot that I've been there. So it's fun as the list has grown in, in my mind and my memory bank, um, being able to kind of really give people solid advice and, and cool places to go. We were When we were in Minnesota, we were with a family who from here and had decided to go to Silverton, Colorado, based on the episode. The show. The, the show. That's awesome. And drove all the way out there and brought their razor and rode out there. And I hear more and more of those stories on a regular basis. Like, sure. hey, I watched this and I wanted to go check it out yeah. and go there. And, and I tell people this all the time. I was like, I didn't realize where off-roading could take you. You know, because I was just like, oh, you just ride on a trail or whatever. You know, when I first started doing the show 12, 13 years ago. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it has taken it can take you so many more places that you never You wouldn't imagined. see any other way. Any other yeah. way. We So many days that we just are someplace where we're the only people there. Yeah. Now, granted, I know and you can't during, get to by car. Can't get to by car. Or even, you know, hiking would be serious mission in some of these places or nearly impossible. So you just have to do a little digging. Yeah. Maybe in your area or reach out to people in your area. For example, when we were on that ride last week, uh, we were talking about different rides in Minnesota and they started talking about places that I was not unaware of and hadn't, you know, and if, and if you've been up here, there's a his, there's a little bit, some backstories about uh, the old gangster days and prohibition and people with their hideouts and stuff like that. And they were talking about what's the most famous guy, the most famous uh, gangster guy from back in the day. Al Capone. Al Capone. Al Capone. Right. Thank you. And uh, up on the North shore is Al Capone's old house. Right. Cool. It's no longer a house. It's just a couple of uh, smokestacks at this sure, point in bricks. time. Bricks yeah. and things like that. But he's got a place up there and they've created that like as a waypoint for you can ride, right? 
to it. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. That's so cool. Yes, I was like, that yes. is awesome. And those are the types of little things that you you learn or you see around the country yeah. about about stuff like that. And like, hey, you get this, and then there's this, and then there's other little secret thing. And I was like, would have no idea, especially out west with the gold rush stuff. Yeah. Some of the most amazing yeah. stories about uh people and survivors and where they lived oh my gosh if you were up in silverton and you saw the houses that are still there and where they were built ghost towns ghost towns and, mm -hmm. and you're like wait people lived here right. at like nearly ten thousand feet year around and this house that's very intense made of this wood that's you know no thicker than my hand i mean it's just insane it's like wow that is nuts so you get that's um i can't wait to hear your stories when you come back about those things yes. and those places because uh you just start gathering all these stories that you didn't i i say pittsburgh is one of my favorite places because when we finished our ride we went to a pirates game right oh, we were sure. done with it yeah and you know how we went to the ballpark that day on a houseboat no way. Yes. We took a houseboat to the baseball game. What? Yes. Because the rivers are right there and the stadium is built right on the river. And so we literally went up the river, which everyone, we were there that day, parked the houseboat outside the stadium, tied it up and walked into the ballpark. That's insane. Right? I'm and into I'm, it. Because yeah, people ask me like, well, what's your favorite ballpark? Because I know I've been to almost every ballpark at this point in time. And I was like, Pittsburgh's awesome. And they're like, really? Pittsburgh? That team's terrible. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, the experience of literally taking a houseboat to a game. And then I was like, that wins. That, that wins. wins. Plus, totally. the ballpark is built right downtown, and the entire view from all the seats are all towards downtown. Here in Minnesota, That's we cool. have, like, on the third base side, it looks awesome. Yeah. Because you, but, but everywhere else, yeah. Everywhere else there. Everywhere else there. So you get those type of so cool. outside of fun experiences. So I hope that when you go to Maine, you get some sort of lobster experience when oh, you're yes. there. Oh, yes. I'm going to need lobster. That's yes. prerequisite. And if, and if you go to Pittsburgh, you have to get off the plane, and you have to go to Permani Brothers. Okay. It's the sandwich place in town, and they serve on your sandwich – is coleslaw and french fries and whatever sandwich <laughs> you're having. Yes. Okay. Yes. It, See, these per, unique per experiences. Brothers is one of the most famous. I mean, I'm showing Alexa right now a picture of the sandwich online. Oh, and my she's gosh. like, oh, my gosh. But it is the local place to go for anybody who's been to have something to eat. All right. You know, like here in Minnesota, what's the place that would be like you come to Minnesota and people well, ask. Well, Juicy Lucy. Juicy Lucy. Bar. Right. Right. Yep. You go to Juicy, you get a Juicy Lucy for yep. people who haven't heard of a Juicy Lucy. But yes, that is the, that's a good iconic one. Or you're taking them on a lake to go fishing and eat walleye or something like that. But yes, I would say Juicy Lucy is probably the most famous. I tried to go to Matt's recently the other day. Yeah. Packed. It's like Packed. A, it's like a sit down restaurant now. It's like not even like you know, it's like so popular that people are like going for dinner, well, not there was just a running line into out like the door. And so I walked in to see what the line inside the door looked like. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, never mind. <laughs> Walk out. <laughs> it was, it was packed in there. I was like, Oh, I should just order Matt's to go. Love it. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's a great little diner, but uh, I should just order that to go. So hopefully you Can't get to wait. have some of those other yes. little experiences while you're Soaking out on the, the culture, no matter where we go. Yes. And then we can share with everybody the cool places when we get back Definitely. in a few weeks and let them know where to ride in those places places and what they're like.
like and where to go and all those sort of fun And be moves. sure to follow us um, on Instagram and Facebook if you want kind of that behind the scenes look and to find out more of the details of where we're going and who we're with. Um, in addition to obviously watching the show, that's a great place um, to follow our journeys in real time a lot of times. We're going to be posting a ton of pictures and information coming yeah. up about where we're at because it's just going to be like, oh my gosh, it's going to be nonstop. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So definitely check us out. We will, um, can't wait to share yeah. stories with everyone. Yeah. We're going to go, we're going to go quiet for a little bit and yeah, then come exactly. back and share all sorts of great stories, but it'll be worth it. And like I said, in the meantime, follow us on social media at destination Polaris. Check us out on Valley sports and uh, we'll catch you next time. <laughs>